0: You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today, we're taking a look at the adversity we can all encounter during Advent and the biblical foundation for overcoming it. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the special Advent edition of the Passion Daily. This is the Advent and Adversity, the 12 Fights of Christmas. One of my son's favorite songs is Crushing Snakes by Crowder. We have probably legitimately listened to it a thousand times in the car. And finally, I asked him one time, why do you love this song so much? Like, yes, it has a cool video. Yes, Crowder's awesome. But why this particular song? And I'll never forget, he said to me from his car seat in the back, because this is the song I think of, so I won't be scared of the dark. And when he said that, I thought about the lyrics. They begin with, we are not afraid of the terrors of night, the arrows that fly by day. We're not afraid because a promise of God can never be torn away. We're walking on hands of angels crushing snakes. Now, question, where does that imagery come from of crushing snakes? Well, we've been talking about 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, that says, "...the one who practices sin is of the devil, for the devil is sinned from the beginning." the Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. We've been talking about the advent of Jesus is to face the adversity of the devil, that he came as a landed invasion. And yet in that same verse, it says that he came to fight the devil who's been sinning from the beginning. And he calls our mind back to Genesis. That in Genesis, we see our first parents believe the suicidal lie that to really enjoy life, They have to run from the author of life. That we see that what Revelation tells us is the devil of old, the serpent, comes to them and this serpent begins the conversation with theology. Looks at Eve and says, hey, did God really say you can't eat from every tree? Eve, it looks like your religious commitments mean you're not able to enjoy some pretty exciting things about life. It seems to me that your God is holding back from you, good. It seems to me that you could enjoy life more if you didn't have these stifling religious commitments. It seems to me, Eve, that to really enjoy life, you need to rebel. And when our first parents believed that lie, that there's life apart from the author of life, they got the experience they wanted, the taste of the forbidden, but then they also got shame, And into that shame, they hid from God. And God came and said, man, now that the foreman of creation has sinned, all of creation will break. Thorns are going to come up from the ground. Your relationships with each other will be plagued by conflict. Uh, Death is now coming to the world. And yet God sacrifices an animal to cover them as a symbol of someone else may die to cover you. And then God offers a strange ray of hope in Genesis 3, 15. He looks at the serpent and he says, I'll put enmity, that is hatred, between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. And then he speaks to her seed with a singular male pronoun. He will crush your head while you bruise him on the heel. And church fathers of old called that verse, Genesis 3.15, the proto-evangelion, the first gospel, the first presentation of the good news that Jesus is coming, did you notice, is in the context of warfare, that while the stench of their sin is still on them, God doesn't look at our first parents and tell them to clean up their act. He looks at them and says, I'm sending a hero, and he'll be the seed of that woman, and he will crush the head of the one who deceived you. The hope we were given way back in Genesis is that someday a snake crushing king will come to destroy the deception that hurt us and to give us hope and life again. And that's why Adam names his wife Eve. It means life. Out of you will come a boy who's bringing life again. And John grabs that imagery in first John when he says, devil has been sinning from the beginning, but the son of God appeared to destroy the works of the devil. He came to crush snakes. And how did he do it? not by perpetrating violence, but by taking it onto himself. That the thorns and thistles that grew from our rebellion landed on his brow on the cross. That the relational conflict that's plagued us ever since landed on him as he was rejected by his own people. That the death that came into the world, he took upon himself on the cross and he disarmed the rulers and authorities and made a spectacle of them. How? By he who knew no sin, becoming sin for us that we might be righteous he took all of our sin onto that cross it killed him it buried him and then he rose victorious because his payment was sufficient and he made a public spectacle of our enemy he is crushing deception and he is setting us free that's the hope we have in the gospel that's the hope of Christmas the advent of our snake-crushing deception destroying king I love the chorus of uh, Crushing Snakes because my son will always sing it in the back of our car in his high-pitched voice. Do you see him, the king of heaven, the champion of all creation? Do you see him? And that's where I would close with you, friend. Do you see him? That's where your hope is going to come. Not in what you can muster to approve God or what you can try to do to fix all the problems in your life. Although there are positive steps we can make to live a better life. At the end of the day, our hope is going to come when we see him, the King of heaven, who fought for us, who crushed the deception that hurt us and is setting us free from the captivity of our own depravity. Do you see him? Fix your eyes on the King. The advent is about a God who broke through adversity to rescue children for his glory, put your hope in him today. Put your hope in a king who fought for you, and I promise you, it will take away the terrors of the night. Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every Monday.